comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to The Black Box. Welcome back to The Black Box. I'm your host, Sean Pryor. Now, I'm sure most of you who have been regulars, um, who have uh, followed this podcast since day one, probably wondering, uh, man, it's been like four months since the episode dropped, Sean. Where the hell you been? What you been doing? You know, what's up with you? Um, If you listen to episode 113, which was released back on January 20th of this year, um, I was very disappointed with uh, the state of the comic book industry, which I've participated in for many years, and and I was just also really disappointed in the create in the business of creativity and how it treats minorities and people of color. And from that episode, it just really left me in a really bad place as far as comic books go. And I've been feeling like that for a while, to be honest with you. And it just really, I didn't really feel like recording anything. I didn't really feel like talking about anything at the time. And I just, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll get to putting these other episodes together. I got in the can. I'll get to putting those together. I just didn't feel, I just wasn't up to it. I just felt down. And I just been taking, I just took like a lot of things really, really hard. Pause. Um... <laughs> I just took a lot of things. Like seriously, I just really took my issues with the comic book business and my dealings with it over the last, uh, I don't know, however many years. I just really just took it hard. And and I just um, wanted to take a break from a lot of things. And I was also trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my future as far as you know creating things, whether it be comics or whatever, this podcast and all this stuff, man, and, 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 and women. Because I know ladies listen to the show too. Um, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So some time passed. And as you can tell, um, I'm back. And I think I have also figured out some things that I want to do. And one of those things is, is create a comic. As a matter of fact, there has been a Kickstarter for said comic that... I have co-created alongside of co-creators uh, Julie Julie Speziani and artist Penny Candy Studios. It's an all-ages comic book called Cash and Carry. Um, it's a mystery comic, like you know, like say for instance, like if you like joints like at old school, shoot, ain't really old school. It's like maybe about ten years old. That Disney cartoon called Fillmore. If you like stuff like uh, the Hardy Boys, not the wrestlers. I'm talking about. The cast of Solve Mysteries. If you like Nancy Drew, you like Scooby Doo, you know, you like um, Cartoon Network style, the current Cartoon Network style cartoons, you like stuff like that, have a look at Cash and Carry. It has two leads that are people of color Dallas Cash, who is a young African American, and Inez Carey, who is a young Latina. So I think the book is fresh. I think. It's what comic books, what the comic book business needs right now. 
Um, regardless of whether the comic book business wants the book or not, I don't really care. I just feel that this book is necessary and I feel that it needed to be done. And so that is what I've been working on alongside Penny and Julie for the longest time. And so, like I said before, uh, we've got a Kickstarter out for it. As of this recording, by the time this recording posts and you're listening to it, hopefully as soon as it, as soon as it drops, there'll be 14 days left uh, to support said Kickstarter. We've already made, met, made our goal, which is awesome. But my thing is, I want this book in as many people's hands as possible, whether it be digitally or a print version. So we've got a ton of reward tiers for you to look at. And I hope you dig it. And I know some of you that have already, that already listened to the show have already contributed to it, and I appreciate it more than you ever know. That type of support means everything to me, especially during a period of time where I honestly thought no one gave one simple damn about what I did creative uh, from a creative aspect anymore. You know what I mean? Because, shoot, I hadn't created a comic book in, I don't know, almost five years, five, six years maybe, um, or, or four. Uh, but it's still, it's been a while. You know, I've been just knee deep and just being an administrator and and stuff like that. And I just I miss creating stuff. But at the same time, being so disappointed in all the hard work that I did and how the business and that doesn't mean action lab per se. I'm just talking about the business as a whole views black men, especially and black women and minorities in particular. Um, it just really depressed me. But I feel I've, I do feel really good making this project. This project has probably made me the happiest I've been in a very long time. Seriously, I I can get up in the morning. and I can feel good about myself. You know, what I mean, seriously, seriously, it's been a long time since I can just say I feel good about myself. And I and I love the fact that we're creating something that can bring joy to others. You, you know, what I mean. That means a lot to me because for like the longest time, like I personally couldn't say that because I didn't believe I didn't believe in myself, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've done a lot of stuff over like these last eight years, create eight years create uh, from a creative aspect, whether it me doing stuff independently, uh, joining Action Lab, you know, even like even as a, as a kid, as a teenager, as an adult, like all my accomplishments, I never believed one of them. That's for real. I just, you know, like I, I did, I did these things and I should be proud of the things that I'd done. But for the longest time, I didn't believe any of it. I thought it was just all empty. And that's not a knock on anybody. It's just, I didn't believe in myself because man, the world's fucking hateful. And I took a lot of, a lot of those mean words to heart, but I still felt I had to prove something to somebody. So I just kept doing this stuff anyway, but I didn't believe any of it because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't really love myself. But that's all changed. You know, it's taken a lot of hard work and and stuff to get to a point where, yeah, I do love myself. And, yeah, I'm proud of the things I'm doing. And I can stand behind that stuff. I can stand behind these things I'm doing now and say, yeah, I, I believe in this. And I believe in myself as a creator. And, and fuck what the comic book industry thinks about me. You know, I could give two fucks what they think about me. Because I'm going to do me. Because it's my time. Because for the first time in my life, I truly believe in myself. So it's time for me to do me. And it's time for me to express myself the way I was always supposed to express myself. Take a moment out. If you haven't been to Kickstarter, go to kickstarter.com. And in search, just type my name, uh, Sean Pryor. S-H-A-W-N-P-R-Y-O-R. Type that in the Kickstarter search header. And you'll see 
uh, my project Cash and Carry and click on it, play the video, take a look at the project. We still got plenty of reward tiers. And it would just mean a lot to me if you just went to check that out. Because I know I've got a lot of listeners that have been down since day one for this podcast. And I know many of you don't follow me on Twitter. They don't follow me on Facebook, which is cool because we do what we want to do because we've grown. But um, I just feel I just want to spread the signal to y'all. So please, if you have a moment, check out the Kickstarter. And if you dig it, you know, drop $4 for like a nice special edition digital copy. If you want some print copies, we got that too. We got all types of stuff. And I, I was able to work with a lot of incredible people. Man, people I've been wanting to work with for years. I mean, it is probably one of the most diverse projects I've ever worked on in my entire life. Being able to work with like, you know, with brothers and sisters and, you know, women and, and like friends I've been dying to work with forever. You know, whether it be variant covers, whether it be, you know, sequential work, uh, pinups, all that stuff, man. It's awesome. For real. So please take a look at it. Like, I, please just seriously take a look at it. And like the last thing we added to the Kickstarter is that uh, Anthony Piper, creator of the comic, indie comic Trill League, did a variant cover for it. Because we got like four or five variant covers for, for, for this Cash and Carry book. But he did the last variant cover. And it's awesome because it's got Sparrow, a.k.a. Spreezy, on it. So take a look at it. It's really dope. Um, take a look at the Cash and Carry Kickstarter. It would mean everything to me. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And this is going to be a short episode, but I got some other things I want to do. Because like I said, it's been a while. And I ain't been here for a while. So I got to give y'all something. And I know a lot of y'all still love that episode where I played... Um, a mixtape that I made for a girl while I was in college. And like I said, I still got like a box full of tapes. As a matter of fact, I got one. I got one right here um, that I was just playing the other day. And it's a song that was supposed to be on EPMD's Business Never Personal album. But it wasn't on the final album. It may have been on the vinyl, but it wasn't on the CD. Because I have the CD and it wasn't on the CD. But I bought the single, the EPMD single... Back in 1992 for EPMD's crossover, which is one of my favorite cuts of all time. But the B-side of crossover has a song from Eric Sermon and Perry Smith called Brothers from Brentwood, Long Island. And it says here that this song is, is taken from the forthcoming RAL, Rush Associated Label, Def Jam um, label slash Chaos, which is also a label under Def Jam, release Business Never Personal. So this is one of my favorite joints and the only way you can get it, you probably find it on YouTube somewhere because I'm sure somebody put it up there. But besides that, it was like you either get the vinyl single for crossover or the cassette tape. So I'm going to play that so y'all can jam to this old school joint from like, you know, 23 years ago and groove to it, have some fun with it. And then I'll be back. So, so check it. EPMD fans stay focused, he's about to freak it, hardcore, but not rough enough to bleep it, so relax and chill the down with the brother, and like Damon Wayne, we're living in black color, chic, the beats make it freak, a unique technique, with flavors like black sheep. You know my style's mad rugged, you love it You never heard the funk before the E was discovered I'm bad, the renegade ringler, Mike Stringler Funk arranger, ED's danger We make the sounds and make the 
breaking when I speed like James Brown, so I can rock the town. I'm real swift, I bring light to a skip. I rock the party all night, the power change my shift. I leave at sundown, walk away chilling, cool, and keep mental like Mike Bivens. Then I find the hit squad and stop buck wildin'. Chump, cause I'm up. Peace to the posse. Yeah, okay, you got me. Another rap junkie about the OD. Beat fanatic fiend from the heart scene. You know the kid in the vendors are with the fog beam. Skin's cool, I'm in girls, it's simple. I'll be gentle, I'll be very gentle Don't buckle my rap skill, boy, because it's mental Squad is mad truck, with the snuff a duck, no bluff Your neck can get snapped to kill the rough stuff Brentwood's my town, hold my beat down Dress coders don't care, so take a chill clown Smallest place on the map, we're bustin' big cat With girlies troop, tin boots, and baseball cat That's where I'm from, chump, still buck wild Bustin' hot Yo, cause I'm a For me to either rock or loco No need to guess, homeboy, you know my vocals Give me a break and stay focused on my tape I'm more than great, I got the key to my state I'm rough like Brillo, I bust like a pistol The B-boy form is not mill or an istol The underground sounds, we pump for the new jack Two of you, baby, I'm not old jack to get the Bozak Yeah, Bowie, we Ozak, check the format Hardcore underground, just like Amtrak Word of herb, got more steel than Pittsburgh So easy with the smart comments, oh boy, you get served I'm cocky, keep you dancing like Ali Collect the dough, you know, and then I'm Swayze On the download, no profile in the buck while in Buster Kid Cause I'm a Yeah, the beat was banging on that one, so I had to play you that EPMD joint because I just dig it, so I hope you dug it too. Now, like I said before, I know I haven't been doing the podcast thing lately, been away for four months, but because I have a Kickstarter going, you know, you have to do the promotional tour, you got to get the word out on the streets. So what I did was I hit up the podcast streets, and I've been on a bunch of podcasts lately, talking about all types of things, not just the cash and carry Kickstarter, but all types of subjects. As a matter of fact, if you listen to the following podcast, you can hear me about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six times. Um, and I think you'll dig all the shows. They're all really good. Uh, I was on No Apologies episode 211. That episode is titled Black Google. You need, you need to listen to it for yourself. It's a hilarious episode. The episode is not safe for work. Don't play it out loud over some speakers. You might lose your job if you do. So, new no apologies, episode 211, hosted by Daryl Taylor, Chris Campbell, uh, Christopher Kazeki, uh, let's see, the uh, one and only Juan Castro, um, Raphael Sands, and Gil Cologne. And, yeah, I think I got the whole crew. I think I did. I think I got them all. Um, so, check out No Apologies 211, which is called Black Google. 
Also check out Following Films episode 36, which is hosted by Chris Maynard. He brought me on and we talked about the Marvel movie business method and whether that is a good thing for Hollywood or not, or is it possibly ruining Hollywood? And, it, and like that conversation just like just goes in all these different subjects and it's really great. And we, we talk about a lot of other things, too. Um, seriously, take a listen to the episode. It's really, really good. Um, Following Films Podcast, episode 36, hosted by Chris Maynard. Also, I stopped by the Comic Timing Podcast, hosted by Ian Levenstein. And I was, a, I was a guest on that show, along with Molly Danger Creator and Action Lab uh, Head of Marketing, uh, Jamal Eigel. So I was also there, spit some knowledge there, talked a little bit about the, the project there as well. I was also on the Plain Label podcast, and I was part of their series. They're talking about films that have aliens in them. Um, the current episode is like it's like a, like I think they're doing like four parts, and like it's on part three right now. And I was on that episode. It's hosted by Eric Williams and Rachel Slezag. Um, that joint is out right now too. Talking about some movies. I plugged the Kickstarter for a minute, but we're more talking about the movies than anything else. I think like we're talking talking about um, Battle Beyond the Stars, which is like one of my favorite. Like science fiction movies of the 80s. Uh, let's see here. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And a couple other joints. So take a listen to that. Um, I was also on the Pod Gravy Podcast. Episode 612. Uh, hosted, by, hosted by my homie Cody Kaiser. And his and his homie Coolness. I was also there talking about random stuff. And I got to plug the, I got to plug the Kickstarter there too. So, like I said, it's a promotional tour, y'all. I got to put that work in. I got to work. But... Not to, and this doesn't demean all the other podcasts that I've been on, but the episode where the gloves really come off, and I'm serious when I say this, the gloves really come off and they're never getting put back on again. The Ignorant Dash Bliss Podcast, episode number 26, hosted by Julian Lytle. Julian Lytle, who has been a guest on the Black Box many a times, when we want to talk about hip-hop, when we want to talk about music, when we want to talk about film, when we want to talk about life, comics, all that stuff. He's been on this show, and he's always spit that real. I went on his show, and it was the realest shit I've ever said in my entire life. And I don't take back one thing I said. I fire shots, I speak my mind, and I say how I feel on this one. And like I said, not saying that on other things, like I haven't said my mind and kept it real one night. No, 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 no. Sometimes I would still say things with kid gloves. As my one homie Joey told me, he was like, Sean, there's four, there's four different versions of you. He said, there's Twitter Sean, there's uh, cell phone Sean, there's, uh, you know, social Sean, and business Sean. And he said for this episode of Ignorant Dash Bliss, he was like, that was cell phone Sean. <laughs> but uh, in, all, in all realness, it's, it felt good just to be able to express myself and not have to worry about, man, where are these cats in the comic book business going to think about me after saying all these things, man? No, I'm not worried about that anymore. Like I said before, I'm going to do me. And so, you know, I'm thankful for like, you know, all these podcasts that let me come on and like, you know, not only promote Cash and Carry, but like actually let's talk about some really cool shit. But real talk, go listen to these podcasts, but definitely listen to Ignorant Dash Bliss Episode 26. It is worth it and it is worth your time. Please do it. Straight up. Um, you can be you should be able to find all those podcasts on iTunes. Um, you know, or you know, via the internet, however you use the Google or the Bing 
or you know maybe some of y'all still use Alta Vista. I don't know, but you can check out all those podcasts there. So that should be more than enough to to like fill that spot of me being gone for a while. Um, and then you have this episode right here. But but before I go, because like I said, this is a shorty. This is a small episode because I'm preparing. But like I said, I'm putting in this work right now. There's like another song I want to play for y'all. You know, like like all you know that listen to the show. I'm a big fan of hip hop. I'm a big fan of R&B. I deal with pop. I deal with all types of music. But sometimes I like taking it back to the old school because sometimes we forget that old sound. And... And like, I just want to remind people of some songs that were dope that you probably forgot about. And one of those songs was by a rhythm and blues band or like more of kind of like, um, but they were very heavy on like electric guitar and like synthesizers and stuff like that. It's a band called The System and they dropped their first record, like their first hit was like back in 1983. They had a song called uh, You Are In My System. And that was really big on the R&B charts. Um, it was later covered, like, I think that following year by Robert Palmer. Remember that year, like, Robert Palmer was just like, you know what, I'm just going to take all this black shit and make white versions of it, and it's going to be rock hits? That dude. <laughs> like, he covered You Are In... Like, Robert Palmer covered You Are In My System, and he also covered Shirelle's I Didn't Mean To Turn You On, which, when I was a kid, that made me so fucking salty because I thought that was on some bullshit. Don't get me wrong, I like Robert Palmer now, but back then, oh, nothing but salt and hatred. Nothing but. Um, But uh, but no, anyway, let me get back to the point. Um, The system, like, they were pretty cool. It was pretty cool R&B, like, electronic electronic type band. And, uh, you know, they had a few good hits. Like, sometimes they had some music, like, pop up on an episode of Miami Vice. I think they also had some songs, like, on the Beat Street soundtrack. But the song that um, really, 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 really got them um, popular and like basically put them over not only in the R&B market but also in the pop market because they had crossover appeal too was a song called Don't Disturb This Groove and that was in 1987 and I think that was their biggest hit they ever had because it reached number one on the Billboard chart and number four on the Hot 100 um, so so yeah this song was dope I love this song and like there's a couple different versions of it there's like like sometimes it's like a, a radio edit, which is like only three minutes long, but I like the full version, which is like about five plus. So Dig On This is like one of my favorite songs. It's a nice little like, you know, slow jam or whatever. But I just it's so, it makes me happy. It makes me happy. When I hear it, it makes me happy. And it's and it's hard to find. Sometimes you can find it on a compilation, like an eighties compilation. I don't even know if there's really like a greatest hits of the system. Because like I said, they do got some hits. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. But um but no, check it out. It's called Don't Disturb This Groove. I know a lot of y'all be like, man, I know that joint. Just, just go ahead and just, just shut the fuck up, Sean. Just play it so I can just jam and hear it. So it's like, all right, all right, cool. I'm done. I'm done. All right, here we go.
check it um like i said the episode is going to be a shorty so we're just going to go ahead and wrap this up um you know i thank you for being patient with me and waiting for so long for an episode to drop um like i said before there's about six or seven podcasts with me on there that you can listen to that i mentioned on this podcast um i'm going to get back in the game of like editing stuff that's been in the bay for like a really long time like i said i feel real better about myself 
and I feel good and it feels good creating things again and it feels good to um, to talk with y'all you know what I mean so it's time to get things back in motion again so thank you for your patience please check out the cash and carry kickstarter just go to kickstarter.com type in my name Sean Pryor Sean Pryor S-H-A-W-N-P-R-Y-O-R and if you dig it play the video on there if you dig the project and you want to make a pledge I'd really appreciate it it mean everything to me and it's just going to enable us to like make a really cool comic and at the same time also you know help maybe help us make other cool stuff too to share with the people so so yeah so check it out listen I promise you be back much sooner than later next time until then y'all take care one love peace And that concludes this week's Black Box. The Black Box is a member of the HHWLOD Podcast Network and is available at HHWLOD.com, where you can download previous episodes of this podcast, as well as Donnie Salvo's Tales from the Attic and John Carroll's The Carroll Chronicles. This podcast is also available on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, feel free to leave us a comment. You can also reach the podcast at blackboxpodcast1 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next episode, dream big, hustle hard, and never stop.